You are now listening to the Human Launch Project Podcast. For more information, check out thehumanlaunchproject.com. And if you've yet to do so, please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss another episode. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Dave. What's up, guys? This is Antonio. And have you ever felt like you were just clocking in, doing a monotonous job? What is that movie where they're like getting really stoned and he like walks down and he's like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool. Half-baked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you ever felt like that guy? Rather than creating a craft, because they end up selling weed. And yeah. they, love, they love that job. Yeah. They were creating. So have you ever felt like you were clocking in, had a job, versus being a creator, a, creating a craft? Mm. It's a fundamentally different way of seeing your work. And why would you ever want to lose the opportunity to grow your energy as well as help more people? So don't fall into the trap of thinking that where you're working now is a nine to five, that you're working in a coal mine, you're working at just a job. Today we're gonna give you some structural insight and practical steps on how to cultivate the mindset into making that, that shift into feeling like you're just working and clocking in to being a master of a craft, creating art, you know, really, creating a nice craft so the first chunk of this is how do we make the psychological shift so number one you're gonna you're gonna want to believe full-on believe as small or large that you are making some kind of difference and believe it every single day when you wake up that you are positively influencing somebody's life in some way, shape, or form. You could be a barista changing somebody's day with just the smile that you deliver to what's... And that fancy artwork on the top of the cappuccino. That's right. Create that art. <laughs> Believe what you are doing is important. That same barista, what they are doing is very important work. They are starting somebody's day off right. You know, I knew a buddy of mine in college. He worked at a, a Starbucks, and he said he worked right in this hub of campuses in in Philadelphia. There's like three colleges all right there. And they would have some pretty uh, hoity-toity uh, professors roll up. And they would straight up be like, yo, I, I'd like my, my cappuccino with, I don't know, three shots with like some, some flavor in there, but like at an exact temperature. They know exactly how they want it. So you'd be changing their day if you just nailed it. Right? And that takes some, some work. Yeah. And believe what you're doing is important. No matter what you're doing, you are changing somebody's life. And view the work that you're doing just a little differently. Um, I just delivered a little information on this exact topic. And they, the two examples I gave by viewing your 9 to 5 a little differently to shifting into doing a craft is... So I work at the Cosmo, my full-time job, and I step into the restroom. It's a, a public restroom. It's very busy, but it's very nice. And there's a janitor that works the restroom, and I haven't caught his name yet. But the guy 
compared to some of his other colleagues that are, are the janitors for the casino, he is always super pressed, hair's slicked up. He looks good. And he'll stand there and he'll like Hawkeye as soon as something like hits the ground when it like misses the trash can, swoops it up and sweeps it up. And like if somebody sounds like an SNL skit. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> it's dude, he 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 believes that he's changing the way people are viewing his job. And you he's know he's taking it serious. Well, he, he's he's redirecting and shifting his thought about what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, I think it goes back into that old saying that if you're going to do something, you should do it well. Right. You know what I mean? So how do you do that, yeah. you know? Being on top of no, it. But if you believe that you're changing somebody's life for the better, small or large, however you want to picture it, you know, like a person reaching for a, a towel where they don't know where to get the towels because the towels are like hidden up on this like mm -hmm. little thing. If he just, he would, he could just reach in and like, you know, give them a towel. That would change their, that, that moment would make them super happy. I mean, just think about it. It's a very small scale, but this guy goes out of his way to make sure that that bathroom, that's like his castle. And he makes sure that it is buttoned up and ready to deliver to every single person that's walking in there. That's, that's rare. That's, that's a rare no. quality to see that somebody treats, especially a job like that, like a taxi driver or a pizza delivery guy. It's like, these jobs that we think are just like these nine to five clock in jobs. It's rare to find somebody that's working that particular job and treating it like taking full on ownership and loving it. Yeah. Another one I got is, uh, I shop at the Smiths right down the street. If, if you're in the, the West coast, you may have heard of Smiths. They're like, or know, Ralph's. Yeah. Ralph's, Same. whatever. There's a, a guy there. He's got this, um, physical handicap and I haven't had a conversation with him because I think it'd be just a little strange kind of going up to him and ask him you know what, what's going on but it sounds he, like you got to talk to these people bro the janitor <laughs> I do You're like I don't know his name I've thanked the, I've thanked the janitor multiple times um but the the guy at Smith's he's he works the produce he um he sorts the produce as it comes in on the pallets there's like the bad apples from like the really nice good apples that go on the shelf and there's a person that sorts them and he does that, but he's got this, um, he's got like a spinal issue where he does almost, almost like this like little uh, like wobble. Okay. But he's taken that uh, like handicap, he's working a nine to five, but he's found a way to leverage his handicap into turning that little job of sorting vegetables into something that's fun. The dude is smiling. He's doing a great job of, uh, at it, far better than I could ever do. And it's incredible. And I've intended to, I've seen this guy multiple times. I've intended to like walk up to him, but he's so like, he, he's zoned out. Yeah, he's, he's in flow. He's, he's in, the state in of flow. he's in, he's in flow state. Um, so number four is find, find the meaning in what you're doing. If you're just clocking in and you're going and you're doing the work and then you're clocking out and you're walking out, every day is going to become repetitive and it's just going to become monotonous. You're going to end up burning out. Find the meaning behind what you're doing. If you are changing somebody's life, find what's behind that. Like, why, why would this guy 
enjoy so much of sorting vegetables, the meaning in there, he's, he's eventually somebody's going to purchase the apples or the tomatoes or whatever, take them home and feed their family. There's a, a huge meaning to that. He's, he's helping somebody provide for their family and it, you could really get super in depth with that, but find the meaning behind what you are doing to make that psychological shift. And then number five is connect with your talents. So latch on with what you're truly gifted at. It, it may take a while for you to discover it. You may already know it. Go back and listen to Finding Your Why. If you haven't already, you can maybe get a little bit better sense of this. But latch on to what you're really good at, whether this is conversation skills, connecting with people. Um, you can be like quote-unquote, that guy, the guy that everybody calls when they need something. That's like what you're good at. You're good at making the connection with people and knowing exactly where to go at the right time. Um, or maybe you're the type of person that's just always willing to help. But just latch on to what you are blessed with and, and drive that home. And then become the elite person in that field. Or at least think like them. Become like... Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, the Ed Milets of the world, the Andy Frisellas, the Steve Jobs of the industry. And finally, in, in order to make that psychological shift, provide service. When we start doing for others, we, we stop, we, we forget about our own, what is it? We become givers. Yeah, you start, you start giving more, you, you become, through the act of giving, you naturally curate gratitude. It just happens. So in order to make the psychological shift, believe you're making a difference, believe what you're doing is important, view the work differently, <clears throat> find the meaning behind what you're doing, connect with your talents, uh, be, have the mindset of an elite performer and and give. So the second chunk of this is, is just the, like the realization piece of it. So in order to transfer from clocking in to creating a craft, you, you never want to believe that you are on, that you are the, the top of your class. You never want to get to the, th to the, to the level of where you believe like that's as high as you could go. That's the pinnacle. That's where you're at. Never fall into that trap because we've used the analogy before where like you, you could conquer a peak, but the energy comes from knowing that there's another peak out there to conquer and you just keep going and going and going. Once you believe you're at the top of that one highest mountain and there's like n nothing else, then you kind of fall into the trap of complacency. Yeah. Complacency. I got a good one. The wolf on the mountain is never as hungry as the wolf climbing the mountain. Wow. So be the wolf climbing the mountain. Yep. Climb, climb, climb. Climb up. Oh. <laughs> as you grow, give even more. We just talked about it, cultivating the, the gratitude, but we get the most joy, love, fill in the blank when we are giving. And as you are growing, you have more of a capacity to give more of yourself. 
uh, Lisa Nichols talks about this psychological um, way of like navigating your workload and she says fill up your cup first and everything that that runs into the saucer that's what you give I think that's pretty cool to think about you you pretty much work on yourself you work on cultivating your own passion and when you feel as though you are maxing that out all the residual that's what you have to give and she also says that there are no elevators to the top, only stairs. I think that's so impactful. I was going to say, I think that was Zig Ziglar. Oh, uh, yeah? Uh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Number five is stay open to new ideas. So how, how could you possibly get better? And how could you ever improve if you're not always open to something new? It kind of goes hand in hand with it. If you believe you're on top and you already know everything that's been done, how could you ever, ever get better? if you already believe that you are the best. A lot of the great performers, craftsmen, artists, they were viewed as being obsessive and sometimes that's what it takes and it, compared to what you're doing today, it might seem a little bit obsessive, but get really committed to the small, intricate details. Be the barista that makes the awesome designs on the, on the top of the cappuccino, uh, but be obsessive about detail. And how about this? Do you, in, do you invest in growth? Do you still invest in growth in uh, dog training? Yeah. Buying books? I buy books. I reread books. Reread I, them. I read them again. I write. I think about different situations. I question myself just to see if that was still the better option. Could, could be know. investing your time. Yeah. Um, and then what does your workspace look like? So does your workspace correlate to your destination? Does it correlate to the quest that you are on in life? Mess equals stress. Mess equals stress. That's so true. Yeah. We can talk about that too. <laughs> but... If, if your goal is to read a book a week and you're sitting at your desk reading your book, there's no way, there's no way that you're going to lock in and understand everything that you're reading if your, your desk is cluttered. Another way of thinking about it is like if you're on a diet or you just want to eat a certain way, if you have certain items that go against the way that you plan on eating for yourself in your shelves, in your fridge, you're probably going to stray and enjoy those, those things just because they're there. So it's what does your workspace look like? But like, what does your diet space look like? What does your conversation space look like? If you're surrounding yourself, putting in your vicinity, the things that are not conducive to where, where you ultimately want to go, you're not going to get there. It's like, what are you consuming? Yeah, what are you consuming? Yeah, because it's not just consuming. It isn't just ingestion and digestion. It's what you listen to, what you read, who you listen to, right? what you talk about. Another piece of this is be scared of being obsolete. If you really want to 
cultivate a passion and a craft, a craft delivering mindset from just clocking in to actually creating, be scared of obsolescence. If you're one in a, a thousand people in your square mile doing the same thing, but you're not put implementing all these other things, you're just going to fall into the fold. You're not going to stand out. And embrace learning forever in whatever you're doing. It's, Con yeah, continued education. Yeah. For sure. I like this one. I try to I try to exemplify this wherever I go. It's be the be the dumbest one in a room and ask questions often. You know, it a lot of these are in line with believing that you're already at the top and once you're at the top and believe that what where where else are you going to go? And then this next piece is uh on inspiration. So, and how to find your let's call it a fortress of of energy. So, do whatever it takes to protect your inspiration. And this could mean if you are locked into creating an awesome painting and you just want to stay in line and you're reading books on Picasso and Da Vinci and all, all this really great inspirational stuff and then you're going out to museums and you're getting out outside and just enjoying exploring your mind. And then you go to a coffee shop and somebody is approaching you trying to talk, talk to you about something that's just not in line with the way that you want your mind going. Like protect that. Figure out a way to divert and get back in, in line. It sounds, it sounds almost rude or kind of like something you normally wouldn't think about. But if you're not completely locked in and focused on where you're heading those small interjections that bring us off course, just like having the item on the shelf that does not fall in line with our the way we want to eat, they're only a hindrance. They're not helping whatsoever. And it might be somebody close to you that you've got to protect your inspiration from. Yeah. Somebody with a negative attitude. Something that I do a lot is, it's like a form of protection or buffering, is I'll have my AirPods in a lot. Like if I'm in a grocery store, because I don't just want to, if, if my mind is open to taking in information, I can search for groceries as well as learn something while at the same time avoiding an interaction that I don't, not necessarily pushes me in the right direction with, you know, it's nice to meet strangers and whatever when, you know, at, at like my, my call. But while, if, if I'm trying to think about a certain topic, I'm listening to a podcast, listening to an audio book in my head while I'm doing all these other things and I'm protecting that zone. Get out and get creative. Go to a museum. Spark some, spark some uh, energy. You can journal. You can um, you know, journal about the things that inspire you and then protect your inspiration by surrounding yourself with Utilizing the power of association, surround yourself with like-minded individuals and people that push you and inspire you and get you, elevate you into the same direction. And just know that the world will be less of a place if you don't bring your genius to it. 
And now we've got the three. Two. Launch. What's number three? Number three is as you grow, give more. This is important because it goes back to being of service. And as you grow and you continue to become abundant and obtain things, whether that's knowledge, whether that's items, or financial, be a philanthropist and give back. Number two is be scared to be obsolete. If you aren't on the edge of your seat and completely on fire thinking that somebody else is going to steal what you have or are giving and you're just going to fall into like the norm or the like median level you you want to you want to you want to be scared of that. You want to be scared of just being okay. You know, just sure. just 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 going with emotion. Don't be mediocre. What's number one? Number one is fortify your fortress of energy. And basically what this means is don't let others come into your space and limit your inspiration or take away your drive because of either their opinions or their external influence. Yeah. yeah. Or that's not their, just people either. Beliefs. Could be you know, it, it could be a situation driving. Yep. Getting all caught up. Exactly. In something to do with another aggressive driver. That's a big one. Yeah. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. We also hope that you're, by the end of this, are thinking about, or at least rethinking about your job and taking it from just clocking in. If you're feeling like you're just clocking in, going about the motion, let's make that shift into knowing that you are making a change, changing somebody's life, and you're doing something great for this world. So lock in on that, cultivate it, and make it even better. Uh, If you want to Hit us up at thehumanlaunchproject at gmail.com. We would love to hear any kind of comments or feedback. You can follow along on our blog post at thehumanlaunchproject.com. And we also got some hoodies, t-shirts. There's a towel on there on our Teespring account. We'll put a link in the show notes. But we will check you next week. Peace. Peace. Mm-hmm.